0: 171st edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at gametime.co and use promo code DFBX for $20 off. GameTime.co, promo code CFBX. And finally, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is completely free to download, and all your favorite SGPN podcast contests and picks are right there. Just type in SGPN into your app store today and download America's number one DGN app.
1: Heidi Ho DeGenerinos, welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 471. It's going out to Eric Does Sports, one of our friends from the Discord. He's the one who made that joke as Gumby plays the song twice. Damn
0: it. It's been a few weeks since I did that This goes out
1: to you, and this goes out to Gumby for screwing up again. It's been a while, though. Yeah, I've been good. It's fun, though. It's fun. You've been good. I've been good. He's been a good boy. Santa says you've been a good boy. Um, all right. We're back with your regional MMA event. We're going to have a bunch of regional, quote-unquote regional. Some of these events are, are going to be massive events, <laughs> like Ry- Ryzen, New Year's Eve in, in Japan. That's hard to say that's a regional event, but still. Um, regional MMA is going to be the name of the game and, uh, and other fun episodes for the next month until the UFC is back up and running. Um, let's bring in my the regional MMA guru, the the brains behind it he'll tell you how great he is with regional mma this is a busy weekend of regional mma we gave you picks for for uh, some events but there was like friday was just a buttload of fights so let's bring in gumby reeland he can uh, tell us what good went down on the weekend and how his picks played out and stuff like that hello mr Vreeland.
0: i i actually only went two and three in my picks so i was kind of a little bummed out Dude. about them yeah and it was uh Two, two, ex- uh, and actually, if you really want to peel it back, two and four, because one of the picks I gave is like a bonus pick, didn't come through. My boy, uh, uh o- Umano Oye who uh, I've been told is not real. Uh, yeah, not, yeah. Well, it, here's the thing, and this is, my, this is my bad beat, uh, excuses that I'm gonna drop on you. Oseuman Oye Molan did exactly what I said he was gonna do. He picked his opponent apart from range because he's six foot three at middleweight, lanky as all hell. Just picking the dude absolutely apart, clearly winning the round, shot a double leg and got guillotined. And I was just like, what in the world is that dude doing shooting a double leg, uh, being that long and lanky? And I know he's got a wrestling background, so that's probably some of it. But, like, you're winning, the striking dude. Uh, so there was that. And then I had uh, Sark Shields I had as a, an underdog against Alfonso Leyva. You know he's winning some grappling exchanges. I'm not sure he won the round, but it looked like he was like he was trending in the right direction and probably in route to winning a fight. And Alfonso Leva hit him with a flying knee, and you're like, oh, "Shouldn't count."
1: Um, that shouldn't count.
0: <laughs> that shouldn't count. I was right about. I was breaking it down. Uh, so you know, just a couple of bad beats in there, but uh, altogether, we're still up almost 15 units on the year for regional Ooh. MMA. Uh, we're talking like a, a sixty. I think I saw a sixty-three percent hit rate is what I had. And I don't have my spreadsheet open right now, but uh, there's still time to either add to that or massively mess it up because we are going to jam like thirty regional MMA fight <laughs> cards That's true. To yeah. the end of this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is that is true. Uh, um, but yeah, you're not getting regional picks anywhere else, anyhow. So you, th- this is your spot. You have no choice but to listen to Gumby because who else is going to what other podcast is going to give you region MMA picks? No I don't
0: think guys. anybody else is breaking down Uriah Favors A One Combat Sixteen. <No.
1: laughs> and even even an event that Gummy says isn't that great, but we're going to break it down regardless. Uh, this episode. So, um, anything else worthy of uh, seeking out to watch from this past weekend? I, I did see some sick knockouts. Uh, but Eddie, what events did you watch?
0: I I mostly just watched LFA. I uh, okay. you know it's it's getting towards the holiday season and with kiddos, uh, my yep. my i made no elf from
1: the shelf in your house though, Gummy. So you no, know. I'm I'm
0: very anti elf in the shelf. I, I've been
1: fighting I'm fighting with your wife about that on Instagram the, the past little while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been talking her I'm about gonna, elf in the, the, the shelf your is dumb way. as shit.
0: That yeah. there, there's your title for this episode. Elf in the shelf yeah. is okay. dumb as shit. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't get it. I didn't have it as a kid. Uh, no, I didn't.
1: The, they didn't exist yet. Those elves.
0: Were th- was that? Is this a new age thing? Yes, I, I half assumed elf it was old. Really?
1: Yeah, you're just a bunch of elf in the shelf haters is, is all I'm having am. to say. say. Our yeah. elf's name is Spark, and and he's crazy. He's always getting into mischief over here. But yeah, Gumby still doesn't have time to watch uh, LFA. Usually is is worthy of your time though. Like they don't usually uh, always swing always. and miss, right? Yeah. Yeah, I always watch an still, LFA card. Yeah. They're still the top. Uh how, uh, how often have you watched Uriah Faber's A1 Comment? or do you just watch clips? I think, usually? I
0: think twice. Um, okay. I watched when uh Peyton Talbot was on it, I think he's the first yep. UFC fighter off of Uriah Faber's A1. So when he was on it, I was like, Oh, this guy looks legit, and I like tuned in to watch it. And then I've gone yeah. back and I've had to go back and watch some to like prep right. for other shows, but uh, yep. you know, outside of that, not a, not a ton,
1: yeah. Um, Oh, I see. Uh, we're all having Slava, Slava clauses on this card too, and a reindeer versus Elves submission match. I'm looking at the look at the fight poster. So, and what? ring card girl contest. It's good. Oh. Got to make it fun. How do you watch A1 combat, Gumby? It's it's a it's a fight pass show. Okay, good. Yeah, Pathology it's all on fight pass. Not have that, but yeah, I yeah, figured can, it would be. It would yeah, sense. you
0: can get it on, on fight pass.
1: Good, fantastic. Um, all right, we're gonna break down Uri uh, favors A1 combat. 16 Sanchez versus Figure Figure Figueroa Figueroa correct? <laughs> yeah,
0: Figueroa. Figueroa.
1: why am I butchering that name? I am butchering it though, that's for sure. All right, this is going down Saturday, December the 23rd, which is just around the corner next Saturday, uh 9 p.m. Eastern. As Gumby said, it is on uh Fight Pass is from the Visalia Convention Center in Visalia, California. Have you ever been there, Gumby? Nope. Do you know where Visalia is? Other than don't say California.
0: I've never been to California, so I know.
1: Oh, no. I don't
0: know any. No. Even
1: I have been to California. Uh, let's see. Where is Visalia? It's. uh, s- Let me see what. Where they used to areas. do
0: fights out of Tachi Palace. I, right. I yes. If, yes. I remember that. I don't yep. know if they still do, but. Um...
1: Tachi. That used to be the. uh where you'd have to watch the little little guys would be. Yeah. Yeah. stuff Yes. That would be the spot before uh, UFC swallowed it all up. It is what Fresno area would be the closest big city for people who care. It's between Fresno and Bakersfield, California. For those who care, makes sense that the California kid is doing an event in California. Uh, It's in a cage. Sadly, Uh, we got 10 fights. Um, We're going to break down five of them that Gumby finds where the, um, Thoughts on any of the other five, any anyone else jump out at you or, or not?
0: Nah, it's mostly like newbies. Uh we, we okay. pretty much skirted all the fights where uh where everybody was making debut. Actually, we have one with the guy making a debut. So yeah, was... I'm like,
1: hmm, We didn't skirt all of them. Do on these ones.
0: I uh yeah. I got I got a good feeling about that one, actually. So oh, we'll we'll yeah. talk about it when it comes up.
1: A classic degen thing, a classic guy who's selling selling picks to someone would say that, right? Not I around sell, these parts. We, we don't, don't sell, sell picks,
0: so. we don't believe no. in it.
1: All right, I've wasted enough time. I'm going to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. I wanted, I wanted to tell you about Underdog Fantasy before I we start breaking down fights. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football, and MMA. Don't forget about us. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Gumby, do you have a play for us on this year, Monday or Tuesday or whenever?
0: Uh, yeah, if Monday night, if you're getting this in your ears before basketball is tipped off, uh, I like the higher than on Julius Randall's points, 22 and a half it's listed at, uh, he's playing the Lakers Lakers have been giving up a lot of points to the big men lately. So, uh, give me, give me Julius Randall, uh, getting some of that action.
1: See, he's not just picking, picking these, uh, picks out of his butt. He Tells you why just Randall's actually turned things around, uh, this season. He did not start off. He's so, well, he's looking great yep. lately. He's usually it's one a good season, bad season, a good season, bad season. He's due for a bad season this year, but maybe he's gonna actually change things. So we will watch along and find out. We'll make make our picks and then maybe we can make a little cash over underdog's mobile app or our website underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code sgpn, underdog will double your first deposit of up to hundred bucks. Is underdog fantasy promo code sgpn. All right, everyone ready for some winners? Let's go. We don't have any odds correct for this yet. I
0: haven't seen any yet.
1: And now that we're not um sponsored by any particular uh, bookie or website or uh, mm-hmm. odds maker, where do you usually see odds for this here? Uh, bet ben in line everyone? usually is. is yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I've yep. seen them on some of like the bigger, you know, like domestic books too. Like I, I think D, mm-hmm. DK has had them a couple of times. Um, I don't, I don't know about FanDuel, but like at MGM sometimes has got them. Uh, But like you, you can usually find some regional shows on those. Um, but bet bet online is the like I mean, dude they they post them so early. Like I think they might already have some Octagon stuff at the end of the year. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. No odds for this here yet, but Gumby will uh, will try to predict, or he'll at least give you a range that you should pick his his uh, his plays in. All right, we're going to start off with uh three five minute rounds at featherweight: Brock Diaz versus Isaiah Batin Gonzalez. Uh, i tell you about Batin Gonzalez. Mexipino. There's a good nickname, Gumby. I assume one parent in Mex- Mexican, one parent is Filipino. I assume. Great nickname, Mexipino. It's,
0: great. it's a great nickname.
1: Yep. You can't, you can't argue with the nickname. He's four and two. One knockout, one submission. He's been knocked out once. This is his Rai Faber A1 combat debut. He's lost two straight fights. He's not fought since March of 2021. He's not won since March of 2019. He used to fight down at Bantamweight. One and oh in Bellator, three inches taller than his opponent this week, Diaz. As for Diaz, two and one with one knockout. Never been finished in a fight. This as well this is his A1 combat debut. He's won two straight fights. He's not lost since February 2020, which was his pro debut. All right. I take it you had to do some digging on these two. I did. Although I have seen
0: uh Barton Gonzalez fight a couple of times. Uh of course but you I have. had to like I had to like remind myself uh that he had fought. He he fought his last fight was against Fernie Garcia. So We know that name, yeah. Um, we do know that name, yeah. And so, I think uh, Diaz is going to come in here as a favorite mostly just because he's won two in a row and Baton Gonzalez has lost two in a row. Uh, and that's usually a, a bad recipe. I'll say uh, minus 200 on Diaz with like a plus 180, plus 175 on Baton Gonzalez. And I'm gonna go Baton Gonzalez here, for, yeah. I, I like the dog right out the gate, I think. Um, you Know Diaz has shown like some really good wrestling I got some really awful opponents, <laughs> like some real, he's fought in some real bad dudes. Um, whereas Bon Gonzalez, I mean, like I mentioned, he fought Fernie Garcia. Fernie Garcia, good wrestler out of uh, uh, my favorite camp there. What, why is that escaping me? My favorite camp there in Texas, um, Fortis MMA, yes. Um, yeah, why, why was that? I don't know why that was so hard suddenly, uh, but because you're getting old,
1: Gumby. Let me yeah, tell that's, you, that's why that's it right. happens.
0: That's probably it. Um, but anyway, he fought Ferney Garcia. Fernie Garcia shot a bunch of takedowns early, got all of the takedowns, but had like three seconds of control time against Baton Gonzalez. He just gets right back up. From a striking perspective, Baton Gonzalez is weird. Um, he, he's like very tall, very long not fundamental in any way, but almost in a way that like messes you up more than it like helps you. Um, He's super awkward on the feet. I think between that and just being able to like deal with the, uh, the pressure and the wrestling and getting right back up. I think that and the cardio will probably be enough here for and Gonzalez. And if you can get him at dog money, any dog money here, I think is probably worth it. But if you can get him close to two to one, it, I mean, I think it's a, a huge value.
1: Fantastic. Start right out, out of the gate. Hot. Hopefully this is a dog and hopefully it comes through for us. All right. We're going to jump up a couple fights. fights. Um, Gumby wants to us to do a Bantamweight fight. Next, Enoch McCautrell versus B Spencer, it says, but his first name is what's his first name? Brandon Spencer. I don't know why it's B dot Spencer, but it's Brandon Spencer. Three, five minute rounds at Bantamweight. So, Spencer, 1-0 with 1 Knockout. This is his A1 Combat debut. Two inches taller in McCottrell. McCartrell, lock and load is a nickname. He's 0-0 with one no Contest. As a pro, the one no Contest did come in A1 Combat. Now, this one you had to dig on.
0: I did. I went back and I watched Enoch uh amateur career, which is extensive. The dude is fun and done on the amateur scene. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so as far as odds go, I think probably McCottrell will come in here as a slight favorite. Um, Despite it being, I guess, technically, it's not his pro debut, right? He fought one other time. Um, And uh, I didn't actually watch that, fight. I have no idea why it's a no contest. Uh, Probably something illegal. But uh, McCottrell is, I think, going to come in as a slight favorite, both because of his long, extensive amateur career and because of the fact that I mean, he's built like a brick shit house. Like, he's huge for a pan of weight. Um, he's hyper, hyper athletic, um, which I think is going to give him an advantage here. But I will say because they're so new and because Spencer actually has a pro fight under his belt, I'll say that the odds wind up close. Like, let's say, like, negative 145 for McCottrell and, like, plus 125 for Spencer. I like McCottrell here. Uh, I think if his number comes in anywhere close to even... Or, like, negative 150 or below. I think he's a good value here. He's super, super, super explosive. Um, And, and his combinations are nice, with the exception of the fact that I think he needs to learn to... I, I think he needs to to throw one less punch in all of his combinations. Like, if you watch his combinations, sometimes he will throw three. They will look perfect. And he'll just kind of, like, overextend himself on the fourth and, like, get himself off balance and just, like, badly miss on a punch. But, like, as a guy who's only had, you know, like one pro fight, like, that's kind of what you expect. And from Spencer, I, I think his chin's just too high um, for these fights. Uh, I-, I worry about that. He's not hyper athletic like Makatro. Like, he's kind of like a wiry looking dude who, you know, he-, he throws some okay bunches. But, like, for the most part, um, I-, I would say the big thing about Spencer is just that he's like all offense and no defense. Uh, he, he throws good combinations, his chins up in the air. He doesn't seem to be worried about the return. So if McCottrell a guy who throws too many punches in his combinations and is like off balance, he's probably safe against the counters. And also like those punches will probably land. So, uh, McCottrell probably is a slight favorite here. I think is a a good value.
1: All right, there you go. Hopefully, maybe even, I guess he won't be a dog, but we can hope, right?
0: I mean, he's. Pretty um, much making his pro debut, so like yeah. you never know. Yep. Stuff this stuff yeah, has been crazier be. than that.
1: Stuff has been crazier than that, is very true. Um, all right, where are we moving to next? We're going to another banner weight fight Jose Avalos versus Abdi Kadar. Uh, not American, <laughs> everyone else has been American before. This man is from Kazakhstan. Perhaps you've heard it. There's been a, a few good fighters from Kazakhstan, uh, recently. All right, I'm going to tell you about. Calder first, he's four and two. One knockout, two submissions. He's been knocked out once. Two and one in A1 combat. Uh, he's four and one over his last five. Did lose his last fight. He used to fight at Featherweight. Two years younger than Avalos, three inches taller. Avalos Stillmatic is the nickname. What album is also named? Who has an album named Stillmatic, Gumby? See if you know that one. I
0: don't. I came, don't out, know.
1: came out in like 2001. Nas. Nas has an album named Stillmatic. Do you know, know who Nas is?
0: The rapper, right?
1: Yes. His his debut classic was Illmatic, good. and then he few few years later it was still Illmatic. This is <laughs> that's, that's yes.
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah, it, it's not not that great an album. Um, and this is this is spelled differently as well. But anyhow, that's Alvalos' mm. nickname. Don't know what it means for him. Uh, he's seven and three, one knockout, five submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice. So he's been finishing all his losses. And this is his A one combat debut. Four and one over his last five, six and two over his last eight won his last fight submission that was back in july of 2022 and that's all i got
0: i'm gonna say this fight is a pick em, uh both because avalos has a little bit better of a record and kaldar is uh yeah he's from kyrgyzstan and people see that name and abdikabil kaldar and he'll it, bets will come in just because his name is abdikabil kaldar um like <laughs> <Yep. laughs> right that's enough um but i will say this i love avalos in this fight Uh, anything south of negative 200. I like Avalos in this fight, because if you look at Abil Kaldar's last fight, he really had trouble with a guy who was just relentlessly wrestling him. He was like, I'm going to shoot this takedown and 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 and chain them all together and just wear your ass out. And that's exactly what happened to Kaldar. Kaldar got tired. Uh, he got taken down a bunch of times. He was in some bad positions and that's literally Avalos' game. Like Avalos loves to grapple. He's a dude who like regularly competes in the gi. He is a really, really, really strong brown belt. Um, he's one of those guys who like, if you're a good wrestler, he will let you take him down and then try to work off of his back. But the good news here is Calder is not much of a wrestler. He's actually going to be a striker in this one. And actually I haven't been impressed with his striking either. It's kind of, it seems sharp, but it also seems like rote in the way that like, You know, when like a striker first starts to like learn combinations, he throws the same, like two or three all the time. Calder kind of does that. So like, I I don't really trust that any of his striking is, is like good. Sometimes it looks good, but I don't know that it's actually good. So I think Alvalos just like puts a pace on him, gets a couple of these takedowns and, uh, and takes this fight here.
1: All right. There you go. People, hopefully we get him as a little bit of a dog. You never know. Um, all right. We're up to our co-main event already. Um Jacob Rosales versus Kevin Bohm. This is at featherweight, three five-minute rounds. Not a surprise that uri Favor has a promotion with a bunch of light lighterweight guys in it. Um, Bohm, game time is the nickname. Nine and six, what four knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out twice, submitted twice. This is his A1 combat debut. He's lost two straight fights, both via finish. Before that, he won three straight. He's not fought since December of 2022 He has missed weight in the past. Oh and two in Bellator. Was a regional champion. Rosales, Lil Badger. Maybe he's a rapper as well. Uh, 14 and 8. Six knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. 1 and 0 in A1 combat. 1 and 2 over his last three. 3 and 4 over his last seven. Got uh, 1 via TKO his last fight. 0 and 2 on Contender Series. 3 and 0 on Bellator. Was a regional champion. Used to fight up at Welchweight and down at... Oh, sorry. This is at Featherweight. Uh, Used to fight up at Welchweight. We'll leave it at that. Uh three inches of reach on a boom. Go ahead.
0: He used to fight it lightweight too. He fought it oh, lightweight that's on what contender Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fought he did fight a bit or at uh, welterweight too, but he also fought um because when he lost on contender series, he lost to Jonathan Pierce, which by the way, he told me in an interview was because he had a fractured uh fibula uh which is a what a
1: pussy broken you, imagine, leg. Wham.
0: you imagine fighting <laughs> in contender series with a broken fibula that's one Funny. of the most and i asked him a whole bunch of questions about it tune into the top yeah. on my podcast this week to find out definitely that. uh rosales i'm gonna say big favorite here because he was on contender series twice mm-hmm. um the two losses and like his kind of shoddy record might make him an underdog in some situations on the regional scene but B- BAME's record just sucks, right? Like, what did you say he was nine and eight on his career? 96, not, nine and six. Nine and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks bad. Um, and I, I think, like, if it looked better, he might come in as a favorite here. But I think you're going to see Rosales, you know, negative 275 plus 250 on the return for BAME. And I will say, uh, I'm going to pick Rosales here. I'm so happy he's moved down to featherweight. Like, that's the right weight class for him. Uh, up at lightweight, he was just. I mean, it was badly undersized in all those fights, especially against Jonathan Pierce, who's like a massive dude. Um, although Jonathan Pierce down to featherweight now is still a massive dude. Um, but like, yeah, Rosales just didn't belong at lightweight. He's looked way better. He beat uh, Zuckerberg's training partner in his last fight, that Kai Wu. Um, yeah, it's, it's Zuckerberg's guy. Um, and I'll say the thing I really like about him too is he just doesn't back up. He moves forward, puts together decent combinations. And Boehm... From what I've seen of him, especially in his fight, he, he actually fought Kai Kara France his, or not Kai Kara France, uh Kai Kamaka. Sorry, the other Kai, uh Kai Kamaka the third in his last Bellator fight. He winds up too much on his strikes. Uh he's one of those people who you're like, Oh, here comes the <laughs> head. Move. Kick. And like he just the person gets out of the way of it, and you're like, yeah. oh, It's a really nice fundamental head kick, but I just saw it coming like 20 (laughs) seconds ago. Uh, And Rosales just moves well enough that I don't think that's a problem for him. He's quick and he's going to move forward. And now that he's not at a giant size uh, disadvantage, I think he's got advantages there too. So uh, yeah, give me Rosales probably a pretty big favorite here.
1: Okay. Doki. Before we get to the main event and it's for gold. Let me tell you about game time. You can get tickets for everything on game time. Uh, any event you want, last minute, planet in advance. They got it all covered. You can snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the game time app. Create an account. You use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, you create an account, redeem your code cfbx for 20 dollars off the only game time today last minute tickets lowest price guarantee because they are the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason you get images of your seats before you buy them which is always a convenient thing to have uh, so you know exactly what you're looking at before you buy it uh you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're set and tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email so if all that sounds good to you and it should um get the app code cfbx 20 bucks off boom Hall of Fame bets should sound good to you as well. You win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines, research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Start all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop biting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All righty, Gumby and I did the research and we're going to give you the winning pick for the main event. Well, Gumby will. Uh, this is for the A1C uh, Lightweight Championship of the World. Only three rounds, so three five-minute rounds. Is that is topology correct there or don't you know?
0: I'm pretty sure that's correct. Um, because I've seen some other fights that I think have been main events that I was like, was that for a title? And then it was and it was short. And but I don't quote me on it. It's yes. it's the Tapo- same thing. When, uh, is pretty good, so. when CFFC has those four rounders, uh, which yep. is the real real weird thing it does, that always throws me off too. So it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me here.
1: You can you can usually trust typeologists. We're gonna go with that three five minute rounds. Alex Sanchez versus Anthony Figueroa. I butcher I, I didn't butcher it, but I, I paused. Figueroa, uh, Figueroa will tell you about first. He is the challenger here. He's four and oh, one knockout, one submission, two and o in a one combat, uh one-no in Bellator. That's all I got for him. Uh Hulk Sanchez, our champion. 14 and 3, 8 knockouts, two submissions, one no in a one combat. That was for the title, and he won it. At 155 pounds, this is his first title defense. He's won six straight fights in eight of nine. Two straight wins have come via knockout or TKO. He used to fight up at Rate. He's an inch taller than Figueroa. Okay, now it's your job to tell us the winner.
0: I think Sanchez is going to be a slight favorite um, because of the record and just the fact that he has a big, long resume. Let's say negative 135 to plus 115 on the other end for Figueroa. I'm actually going to go dog here. Uh, if his number comes up plus at all, take Figueroa. Um, and my reason why I like Figueroa here is if you watch Sanchez fight, he's a guy who throws his, his hooks are weird. Like his hooks seem like they come from his hips. Um, and they're more pawing than they actually look like they have any body behind him. And every single time he throws them, his chin goes up in the air, which is obviously something you'd worry about against any fighter. And Figueroa is not a big power puncher. So like you might get away with that. But the, the bigger problem is, is if he's throwing those kind of punches, he's going to get taken down right? Like it doesn't look like he's defended takedowns and Figueroa has actually got really nice takedowns. Um, he looks great on the mat. I will tell you positionally, I like Figueroa way more on the mat than I like Sanchez. Um, whether or not he can get it there, kind of a question just because of the people he's fought have just been a way lower level in terms of wrestling than what he's about to face. Uh, if it gets there, he's got a huge advantage, but even in lieu of that, like the fact that Sanchez just throws like arm punches and has his chin up in the air, you really can't just trust a guy in the regional scene like that because everybody, e- even if they're not fundamental strikers, are out to punch your head off. Um, and I think that even if Figueroa has to fight that kind of fight, he's going to deal with Sanchez. So, um, and that, and I'll also just throw this out here: Sanchez only won his last fight because his other opponent got tired. And he got a TKO based on the guy just being pooped. Um, And Figueroa has got a good gas tank. So I think uh, that'll change things too. Give me Figueroa. Hopefully in the dog range, any plus number would be
1: stellar. All right. There you go. Let's recap. We'll get out of your ears. Figueroa, uh, Rosales, Avalos, McCotrell, and Batin Gonzalez. Correct? That's right fantastic we are out of your ears and we'll be back into your ears again on wednesday and thursday no ufc no problem we got plans for you we'll, we got some fun episodes coming up so we will get that in your ear holes until then you can find us in the discord always in the discord uh sports slash discord if twitter's more your jam sgp and mma Gumby runs that account posts lots of good stuff there he's at gumby vreeland i'm a jeff fox writer there and on instagram Gummy's got Top Turtle MMA podcast, drops in your ear holes. Um, usually midweek. And he's interviewing a couple of people on this very card we just broke down, correct?
0: Correct. I'm talking about Jacob Rosales and Jose Avalos. So we just spoke of both of those guys.
1: And you picked both of them too, which is good. I did. Um <laughs> get in my substack, money mm, that Uh, I do lots of writing there. I give away prizes, pick up contests, lots of fun stuff there. And all good things in the sports gambling sphere is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Help us crush corporate gambling. Gumby, get us out of here.
0: All right, I'm Daniel Gumby Freeland. He's uh, illmatic, stillmatic, formerly, formerly, Matic uh, Jeff Fox. And we will see <laughs> you on Wednesday.